Welcome to the Farm Yarns Podcast, where we rip off the filters and get stuck into some topics. Have something you want said? Let us know by email farmyarns at farmsofice.com.au. There'll be some of these, but there'll also be some of these. Right, well, Hayden Hollis, we had you on Farms Advice, spruiking all of your expertise um, about what's happening within your day-to-day routine, but people love to find out about the person behind the audio, what makes them tick. Uh, but just to kick it off, we'll check in and see how you are. How you been going lately just for yourself? Yeah, I've been going pretty well. Um, yeah, like it's it's been a different approach than last year. You know, things have been a little bit um more controllable. So the rain hasn't driven um, you know, continual applications, but in the same token, there's been a lot more discussion of how do we now manage it. Um so yeah, just same level of the conversations, probably just not as many kilometers in the car um to the same place so many times. Yeah. Probably not a bad thing reducing the K's on the car. No, no, um, yeah, I like it and so does Jess. Yeah, she loves it. I was um I was stuck on or well, not stuck. I was at home for seven, eight weeks straight. Um, probably had one weekend off, not saying that's a good thing to do, but then I had three weekends off on the farm and um I just felt like I was away for far too long and everything just sort of lost its plot um, to get back on it. Um, but that's a little bit about me. But what about your morning routine? How do you jet set your days? Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a really early riser. Um, so, yeah, I get up most mornings about 5am every morning, um, go into the office and check, you know, what the schedule is for that day. Um, and then when we're on site, we actually stay on farm so yeah that can be great so catching up with growers also after that um yeah so typically when that happens yeah we, we don't really stop i guess you know why'd you come up with staying on farm as the best sort of practice for yourselves yeah we found that to be a lot more efficient in the paddock so yeah. um yeah if we can do that be a lot more effective with the growers um and really you know we're passionate about what we do we love it we breathe it um yeah, we just sleep on it. So, are yeah, you able right. to switch off even when you're on the project as you sleep? Um, no, I think that's probably one of the things you know they say that you know if you love what you do, you won't see it as a job or whatever. But um, no, we don't switch off. Like it's it's great. Um, probably the best thing is when you're going to different regions and you're speaking to different growers and and employees on farms. So, you know, how do they approach their their tasks? What are their seasons and you get blown away by, you know, what you might think is normal within your area. You speak to someone else and you think far out. Like that's, I couldn't even comprehend that. So yeah, that's no, been great. That's like, if you step back a bit in Australia, like for the central West, New South Wales, in Europe, that would be a country um, demographically, geographically, um, geographically, sorry, about like the distances that we cover and how vast and diverse our uh, landscape is as well yeah for sure yeah huge changes um and when you can start to see distinct rainfall pattern changes like a line through yeah. some areas in summer that's um yeah yeah you, you do think about how do they approach their conditions how do they manage their problems um yeah that's that's one thing good thing about ag being creative and and how do you approach it definitely and aussies are up there for being one of the most creative um, no doubt, but in 60 seconds, 
tell us about your favorite memory you had from a farm. Yeah, so the favorite memory I've got on a farm um, was to a client, which is now a good friend, who came to our area in Tamworth in the drought. Um, they made a big change in the um, coming from a coastal area, and they timed it um, not so perfectly when the drought came in. So everything that they were accustomed to on the coast, um, yeah, completely different when it hit. So we went down to the depths of the Titanic as far as, you know, feed security and, and trying to find that um, and the price changes. So it was pretty emotional. So we saw everything from tears on the table, um, you know, a lot of anger, um, you know, with the conditions and frustrations. And then when we start to see the conditions change and implementing some strategies that we put together from a day-to-day -day path, um, start to see the family really change and grow and, and expand and and I don't know if it's a good thing but you know 10 years ago you hear people saying what I'm about to say but when you start to see them grow and you have a change and then you start to think shit am I how old am I getting <laughs> that if yeah. I'm seeing this um so it's been really rewarding watch 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 a farming family grow see how they adapt to change um yeah and that's what the job's about yeah, being very um together as a unit yeah. Uh, from the bottom now we're here, just like that good old song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You transition, but for yourself, who's been who's influenced your life and sort of stayed you on your path? Um, who have you looked up to the most? Yeah, so um he probably might not like the nomination, but um there's a really good agronomist in Gunvar called Jim Hunt. Um Jim's been a very good mentor. Um, and sounding board. And it's one thing he does really well um, for a lot of people in this game. Um, it's great to hear what he has to talk about. And yeah, I think it's really critical. And I guess probably one thing about farming is as things start to evolve and technology becomes more adopted, um, you just can't replace years of experience. You know, they've got the runs on the board. You know, have a chat to them because they've seen a lot. Um, you know, run things past them because it's definitely... They've seen far more than new people or young people coming through the system. Um, and I think that's one thing we can take more as a whole, as you know, as people too. Yeah. Definitely. And between yourself and Jim, is there a myth you'd like to debunk um, about like your work, your day-to-day? -day? Sorry, what was that? Is there a myth you'd like to debunk um, from the work you've done with Jim or like your work that you do now? Um, what are a few myths out there you'd like to bust? Um, yeah, agros, you know, they do a bit more than just drive around in cars and, and just look out the window. Yeah, we do get out in the paddock. Um, yeah, so definitely, you know, agros do get amongst it. Um, and good to have another set of vision, you know, another set of eyes, sorry, on the farm. Um, yeah, that's it. And before you cover it off that you're an early riser, but what footy team or what sport do you follow? Um, avid cricket player, mate. You know, um, yeah. It's summer sport, man. Yeah, so um, in the drought, it was really good because it was a group of farmers and um, service providers that were in a team. Yeah. So um, that got us all off farm and, and out of thinking about ag and just rubbing shoulders with someone as simple as tradie guys. You know, you know, it's a bit of a novelty because you're not just stuck in the ag bubble. Um, yeah, so... Cricket's been great. Um, you know, I think I'm great. Team members probably think, you know, yeah, he's just a number filler. So. Batter or a bowler? Um, batter, mate. Yeah, yeah, and um, 
problem is, you know, one of my mates labelled me with a nickname that has just stuck to me like Sikaflex. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, so funny how that starts to get around and it gets weird when people start even saying the same names that don't even know that circle of friends. So, yeah, that's it. I played one game of cricket um, with my mate Craig and I got a lot. I got it over him for the day. I caught someone out. I got a duck, but he got a golden duck. So, so I, oh, um, yeah, yeah I've never much. Oh no, no. I think the best I had in my um, career, mate, was it was when the drought was on. Obviously, the fires were bad, so the smoke, yeah, the haze. Um, may have had a few too many the night before. I was on forty-seven, not out. It was two balls left of the season. Uh, the um, the session, they don't tell me, you know, get bowled out the next one. So, yeah, that's as far as I got. So, yeah, that was about it. Unreal. And something that's hot and something that's not um, within agronomy, what's that for you currently? What are you liking? What aren't you liking? Yeah, I think hot is definitely um, improving input application. So getting the adoption of variable rate. Um a lot of discussion before, you know, a decade or so ago, where cost and access to equipment was very hard. Um, as we start to see technology evolve and new equipment start to cycle throughout, it's becoming a lot more accessible. I think what's not um, is probably generic trials. So not so much now, of, this is that product, this is how it works. Um, let's expand upon that and look at farming systems. Let's look about conditions and constraints how do we now take that to the next stage and there's definitely some companies that are taking that and um you know one crazy one we saw when they start taking out roundup you know what are our options what are our tools how do we approach this and you start to see the guys on the research end start scratching their head but that's good because it's starting this discussion it's starting that thought process um and at the end of the day whether it's a consultant path or the farmer path we need to see this practicing so we're not the guinea pigs then tell the neighbour what did or didn't work. Good stuff. And it's a Monday night now, but on a Friday night, where can we find Hayden Hollis? Staying in or going out? Oh, mate, probably mate, staying in. Staying in or on farm. <laughs> no, um, yeah, no, we try to get back out for the weekend um, as best we can. Yeah. yeah. And then um, on Saturday, I have to do my um, obligations with my partner and take her into Tamworth. To one of the local pubs and catch up with a few friends. Yeah. Not a bad routine at all. Um, something within your industry or something that you think that's flying under the radar that we should be talking about a bit more. What's that for you? I think um something that's flying under the radar that that we should probably be looking at is you know, and again not saying because we do it, is definitely the sustainability path on the credentials. How do we do it? How do we make sure that the data we're collecting on farm is, you know, repeatable, it is transparent, it is accurate? Um, yeah, if we can do that, then the data sets will be accurate. Um, one of the poor things that we have, um, you know, we can't go back in time, obviously, but with methodologies and how things are done, um, you know, it's a changing beast, so... Yeah, implementing the right strategy, getting the data collection right, use the years of data to prove your story. Yeah. What's um what 
I always say there's three years that you can sort of gather proper trends. Um, where do you see that within the soil game? Yeah, so three years, um, I think three years as, as technologies are improving, we can see that. Yeah, so um, when we start to zone it out and things like that. Um, yeah, five years would probably be a good snapshot for soils. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, the other factor that's enhancing this that we get, we start to see trends very quickly is the climate debate. So as we start to see this big season variation, um, it's definitely, you know, fast tracking that. Yep. We're speaking about this before about things happening a bit too late. Will action taken after a negative sort of inflection point? But like mental health, the role of it within the farming game, agriculture broadly, bringing in the service providers like yourself. How do you take time for yourself to look after, um, look after you, um, so that you're you're able to go out and you you goose neck and camp at the farm and um, keep pumping out that processes. What do you do for yourself? Yeah, so um, really try to set time aside. Um, do things like fishing. So um, yeah. yeah, get away from. I think one of the things we stress um between my partner and I is to get out of the area at a certain time of the year. You know as best you can remove yourself from the environment, you know, go see how the other side of the hill live and, yeah. and be a part of that. Um, yeah, definitely. I think everyone needs that break. Um, the drought really highlighted um, how important mental health was. Um, I think it really brought it to the front page. Definitely didn't, I'm not saying that it never existed, um, but it affected everyone in different ways and, and, you know, hats off to a lot of people and everyone that that managed that as best they could. Um, but talking, you know, getting yourself out of that environment as best you can, um, doing something that's not ag, this ag bubble, as much as we all love it and do it, we do need an injection of something else from society. So if we can um, you know, adopt something like that, that's that's what we think. But yeah, for myself, it's fishing, it's getting out, um, yeah, and seeing what, what else is happening in the world. Any secret spots for good fish? Um, no. Oh, nah, nah, sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just probably go wherever and you see that it, that is there. I'll be off somewhere else. That yeah. <laughs> boats aren't going. Um, a good example of like looking after yourself and something to look forward to. My English family, like they're on a farm, so shout out to them. They actually probably like your conversation about your what you roll out as well uh, so i might have to send it to them and this one now they're mentioned um but they they book out like this one period every year um and like that's an anniversary for their vacation to take that holiday go away and sort of i don't know i'd imagine that's their time that they sort of take away to something to look forward to um throughout the year i think that's a pretty special thing oh definitely yeah um i think and this is this is the thing as we start to see challenges on farm, um, you know, there's so many things that can affect, you know, the group of team. Um, yeah, it's really important to stress this message out. And there are good people out there doing this, which you know, it's really good. It's starting the conversation. It's starting the debate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And most of my cropping mates, I can I'm seeing them all over Europe, the states, or over in Bali at the moment. So it must be a good time for croppers to get away. Yeah, definitely. Good balance. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm on vacation when I see their stories coming up on Instagram. I'm like, oh, that's great. <laughs> Been yeah, to three countries. It's nearly the same. 
<laughs> for yourself personally, what are you most excited about in twenty twenty three? You got a project coming up? Yeah, so we've had um had a couple of good projects this year, and we're about to finalise one, which is great. Yep. Um, probably a standout for us this year so far has been Maccas. And yep. um, what they've achieved. Um, that's not McDonald's. No, no, that's Maccas Angus. Yeah, out of Gloucester. Um, what they've been able to demonstrate. Um, and how easy it was. That's that's one thing that we love. And um, you know, the discussion now on farmers now, how do we maintain that and exceed it? So yeah, it brings a lot of excitement when we go to their farms. I think it's very much needed as well. Someone to um like farmers need someone to take that example, um, that first sort of step in what Rob and the team at Macca's there, Jim too, if he's listening. Jack and granddad, um, they're workaholics too. But like, it's so important that in different areas as well. But like, that they're able to take that step, that risk as well. Um, fair bit carrying on the shoulders of early adopters and how it sort of rolls out. Oh, 100 percent. And I think that's one of the really great things in in um, the achievement they've made, and then how they communicate that back out to people as well. Because um, you know, all landholders can get there. Um, the process and how we did it. Um, yeah, so that's been pretty rewarding for this year so far. Yep. And what's one thing throughout these episodes that the audience may not know about you? Oh, good question. Sorry, you got me off the... What, what's your party trick? Do you have a party trick? You take your um, bucket of soil with you to the pub. Yeah, <laughs> no, I talk, I talk about variable rate and when I start talking about that, most people just tune out, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, here he is. Very right. Yep. No more conversation. We're out. <laughs> Too easy. And your favorite productivity hack, you'd have a few little hacks there, some things that you do or maybe even that you don't do. Yeah, so um little product hack we have is something as simple as legumes, increasing surface area of root mass, coming in with molybdenum on a fire application. Um you've know, had good results with that. Um, a lot of benefits and yeah, the That's across the livestock and cropping enterprises. Hundred percent, yeah. So um, classic example in uh, veg systems, we do quite commonly with that early on, and then also down the favour bean and um, chickpea path as well. I'm trying to get yeah. some veg in this year, but as before, we're going on about the sowing times or whatever, and we we missed it. Um, yeah, well, the veg path um been quite interesting, so we. Got a few growers now adopting the inter-row sowing, so cereals down one row, vets down the other, yeah. um, in comparison to the mixes. But yeah, we've seen a huge, huge benefit on improved disease, um, how the crop actually stands. Yeah, so it's been, yeah, that's probably one of my little, um, you know, tricks with that. So how are they harvesting? I've seen a photo, but like, how how does that work at end of the day? Yeah, so from a silage path, when they actually do put a windrow oh. through it, yeah, um, and from a hay path too, but the beauty of that is how the actual material lies down together in the windrow. So um, you start releasing the inner OCD when you start planting crops in different rows and how they form down, and yeah, that's when agro start getting a little bit um, fidgety because, you know, it's all got to be delicate and, yeah, yeah it's like our second child. The experience is always good. That's it, yeah. And yeah. Hayden wasn't doing agronomy. What would Hayden be doing? 
yeah, so um, definitely trying to get a you know a bit more time with the family, which is um a big piece. Um, definitely balance. I wouldn't be here too without the support of my partner. Um, Jess is a real big key for me to be able to do this. Um, her support tolerance is um, has been great and you know a great sounding board. And same thing when you talk about mental health and talking. Um, you know. Definitely how I might be frustrated or view things, you, speaking to someone else can put in a different perspective and and you know, give you a bit more enlightenment. Yeah. Beautiful. So like when you go home, do you walk through the door with your problems and share them or you walk through the door and it's a fresh new day? Um, how are you going, hun? Like how do you um, that scenario? It's definitely option A at the moment, but I should be at option B. So that's... <laughs> Yeah, I'll probably in ten years I'll probably be at option B, but at the moment, um, but that's you know that's everyday stuff. That's yeah. that's how do we um, you know, how can we improve on that? And definitely your perspectives change and, and as you mature. Yeah, I think so it's I cool though, like how we can dive into like you being a guest, having a conversation on here, and just I don't, how we within agriculture, like people just feel like it's always done this way, it's always done that way. Well. We assume bloody way too much of what's going on, even in our relationships of assuming communication or assuming this is what everyone does, surely. And then you hear yeah. it on your episode and you're like, oh, shit, I'm, I should probably open my mind up or something like that. Yeah, and, and I think that's probably a big thing, you know, I've, keeping an open mind um, yeah. across anything, um, having the discussion. Um, it's one thing that, you know, I think we can really start to promote more as more community involvement, you know, more things between farmers and growers of an area. Um, you know, start that. You know, I think one of the things that probably paused a lot during the drought too. That, um, and then again, the extremes, we went from doing nothing and, and the issues we had with that and, you know, the challenges. Then we've gone to the full above average rainfall that everyone's, you know, like the roadrunner trying to chase their tails. You know, got to be a balance. Should be more of it, promote it. Yeah. It definitely and still probably in a COVID hangover um for a lot of people out there. Well that just shows you how busy it is. I've forgotten even that COVID existed with everything that's happened. So yeah. yeah no, we're not wanting to say the D word now, but like COVID, yeah, it seems like yesteryear um it sort of came about. But um happy to see the back end of it. But before you go, Hayden, um, welcome to the Farmers Book Club. Do you have a book for us? A book could be from your childhood if you're not into books or something. Um, uh, no, I've actually um, one of the things that from an agro path and the con the concept of regen ag, yeah. um, yeah, that for me, um, and again keeping an open mind, you know, took me down that path to start reading about you know what's actually happening out there. So dirt to soil was an actually an interesting interesting book and hearing um what's happening and um it's actually quite interesting there was a river there with a delta that it was a coffee growing area in south america an area that had no ground cover looked like the charlie and the chocolate factory river just dead chocolate but area that had ground cover and did protect the soils was all clear and they met together so it's interesting um yeah that, that book was quite interesting yeah i actually think i've got that sitting on my shelf um, but welcome to the Farmers Book Club. That was a pretty good recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
Aiden, thanks for coming on for a good farm yarn. I think we found out a few things about yourself that we wouldn't have in the farming agribusiness sort of podcast. I think these are good conversations to have. No, thank you very much for your time, mate. Yeah. Thanks, mate.